You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. You know, was uh, kicking around some ideas like we do. Uh, spend an hour trying to figure out what we're going to talk about. Um, <laughs> uh, and um, one of the things that came up to me, and, and I think this is a good question and something good for us to to wrestle with, is um, is is it okay to be angry at God? Um, and Zach, as you think about that question, because I know you probably get asked it a lot as a pastor. Um, I know I have in my t- in my time as a pastor. Um, what are some things uh, that come up to you as you think about that, or how do you respond to that question? Yeah, um, I, it always makes me think of a story that I'm, I know I've told a hundred times on this podcast. Um, I guess it makes me think of two, but I'll I'll start with one I've probably told a bunch. Um, had an individual. Uh, in in one of my churches in the past who we were talking about this very thing what is it uh what does it mean to be angry and can you be angry at god um and and she tells a story she's she was well into her 80s at that point and had had lost a couple of children um adult children and um she she was telling me a, a story that she had been in the hospital with one of her kiddos and had spent you know, every waking moment there, just present, uh, being, being there holding hands and, and just being in those moments and took, um, family made her go home for a little bit and shower and clean up and just spend some time away and get some, get some rest. And while she was gone, her, her child passed away. And, uh, and she, she told me, she was like, you know, I, I got the phone call and I was so, broken and devastated and angry at God that my only response was to um, go outside, grab a handful of rocks and just throw them at the sky and yell and scream and be angry at God. And uh, she's like, you know, it, it is truly a time in my life where that was the most faithful and honest prayer that I had uh, was just to scream and curse and just let it all out. And, and, she said, I just had one of those very human moments with all of the feels and allowed myself to be present in all of it, you know, in the, in the, in the sackcloth and ash and in the grief of, of those moments. And she's like, I, I felt and heard God respond, um, not only to my anger and not only to my grief, but in the comfort and hope that there is with all of that. And she was like, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have felt that had I not allowed myself to have that conversation and to be angry and to be angry at God. She's like, it didn't end there. I was angry for a long time. Um, but she was like, it was those moments I pointed back to and heard God's voice that that one kept me in relationship with God and kept me searching for something beyond my anger. And I've held on to that story very closely because um, she was right. I mean, what more faithful of a prayer can you have than being angry and upset and quite literally to pick up rocks and throw them at the sky, right? What, what else do you do in that moment? And uh, for her just to be honest and open about just her humanity, right? Um, but also in the ways in which she heard God speak back to her in those moments. 
beautiful, beautiful story. Um, and, and a hard one because yeah, what do you do? What do you do when, um, when you have to bury your kiddos? That's parents nightmare. Right. And, uh, I'll, I'll never forget. I'll never forget that story. I, I hold that one close, especially in regards to how do we handle really crappy situations, uh, really crappy moments in life. Yeah. And I, to me, that's where the question, why are you angry comes into play? Um, you know, why are you angry at God? And when you can help people unpack that and, and, you know, I have many times where I've told people, I mean, I remember when a young man who lost his grandfather, who is very close to, um, came to me and said, you know, I'm angry at God, uh, cause of my grandfather's cancer. And, and, and I said, you know, that's okay. Um, and it's okay to let God know that you're angry. And, uh, you know, I think the, um, I remember when I took, um, a class in my undergrad, um, looking at Taoism and, and Jesus, um, there's a quote from uh, Confucius that says, when anger rises, think of the consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that that's the thing is like, yes, it's okay to be angry. Um, you know, what are you going to do about it? And, you know, you know, there are healthy ways to respond to anger towards God. And I think one of those is prayer mm-hmm. uh, and just being, and just getting it off your chest. I think that helps, um, I think being in community, um, you know, to help you not do something stupid, um, you know, that helps. Um, I think, um, you know, just, you know, being aware, being self-aware what the anger is doing to your body. Cause if you hold on to that anger, um, it, uh, there are, you know, scientific studies that talk about how that kind of malice in your body can cause other issues. And so, um, I think the question is why, and then what are you going to do about it? I think that mm-hmm. those are things to wrestle with. Um, it doesn't mean that if somebody comes to you and say, you know, I'm angry at God, you don't have to give them a thesis on like, um, you know, what you can do with that anger or what you should do. But just, you know, I think the thing is, and I think of Job, uh, who we've yeah. talked about quite a bit on this podcast, because uh, I think he's one of our favorite biblical characters that we don't like to talk about, but we talk about um, is that, um, you know, Job's friends were, you know, just curse God and die, give up. Mm-hmm. Um where I, I see that story, I see that as a way of not being like Job's friends, but being um, an unanxious presence and helping people process their grief, but also, you know, help them understand their anger and anger towards God. Uh, maybe even not towards God, if it's against another human being, because we've all been in that situation and ask ourselves, why are we angry? What can we do to alleviate this anger? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and that's where finding, you know, professional help or, you know, having a good friend and trust in, it can help with that anger. Um, and, and not be something that you hold on to, which can literally cause problems for your body. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, and it begs the question, why are we angry, right? What, what is it we're angry at? And especially when we turn and, um, when we turn that anger and we're angry at God, right? We, we have to ask the follow-up question of why, um, in, in how that answering that question in the variety of ways that we do, um, so not supports, but, but just grows our theology, right. In, in how we understand the nature of God and who God is and how God responds and reacts in this world. Um, answering that question of why are we angry at God in these moments really helps flesh some of that out. Um, I sat in a Bible study, um, a bunch of years ago and, and talking about anger, right. And, uh, had somebody in their um, say, oh, we can't be angry as Christians. So we just can't be angry. Uh, it's, it's a sin and it's this and that. And it's like, well, there, there are moments where, uh, anger is a healthy emotion and healthy action. 
Jesus had righteous anger. We see that in a couple of places. We see righteous anger throughout scripture where people took um, their anger of injustice and oppression and used it to change the system, used it to change what was going on in the story. And we also see a lot of situations throughout scripture where anger gets the best of people. Um, Moses kills a guy, right? Not a healthy use of anger. Um, you know, Peter chops the ear off of a soldier, not a healthy use of anger, right? So so there's there's examples of both and righteous anger and harmful anger. And and I think when we have we have to ask ourselves that question of what's the point? What are we angry at and why? And then how do we how do we do the the hard and sacred work of of releasing that anger in a productive and healthy way? And yeah, sometimes it's therapy. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's lots of therapy, uh, and sometimes it's just naming it out loud. Um, and and sometimes when we, like you said, Matt, when we hold that in, it it wells up within us and it creates um, a really unhealthy tension with our our physical spiritual being. And, and it manifests in, in really unhealthy ways and can make us sick or um, yeah, cause us to, to seek substances and things like that to, to dull it and not deal with it. I also think of another uh, philosopher or uh, character uh, in my life. Um, Master Yoda says, fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Uh and so I, I feel like I have to throw that in there because if not, then uh, I need to take down my Yoda stuff. Um, I appreciate but, you not using the voice. <laughs> uh, I'm too congested today to do that. Um, but I, I think that that's, I think, uh, you know, we, we think about, you know, is and, and, and this always happens, you know, we get close to Lent, especially get close to Holy Week and that, yeah. that scripture of Jesus being angry gets mm -hmm. used as a justification to be angry. Mm -hmm. We unpacked that this year, <laughs> but I also think that like, you can't justify being angry and harming people using that scripture. Mm -hmm. um, and so I lean back into my, why are you angry? And, and I liked how you uh, brought in the scripture of the chopping off the ear. Um, I think that that's a, you know, um, it's a good reflection on what anger can do in a moment when we don't think it out and those consequences, right. Um, and I think Jesus is really good at that. Like, yeah, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be, you know, frustrated and upset, but you know, how we respond matters. Um, and, and it's okay to be angry at God. Like, I, I definitely think that it is okay to be angry at God, but then what are you going to do about it? Like, I think that that's that thing that we have to, you have to wrestle with and that's where doing it in a healthy community does come into play. Yeah. And, and I think that's, I think that's the thing, right? How do we process, not process, yeah, process. How do we process through our anger and our feelings? anger, sadness, grief, joy, celebrate, whatever our human feelings are, how do we find community in that and, and work through them with one another, work through them with God, and how do we find the faithful moments in that, right? Um, not just anger, but that's a big one and probably the one that we struggle with maybe the most over, I would say, grief and and some other, other things. Um, anger seems to be the one that gets the best of it, at least me. Well, I think it's because you know, um, in most traditional aspects of Christianity, you're taught not to be angry at God. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and 
I don't know about you, but how many times you see in the Old Testament and, you know, sometimes in the New, uh, how much God gets angry at us for not living the way that God calls us to live. Yes. Um, it is a two-way street, and I think yep. that uh, we can be angry, just like God gets angry at us uh, when yep. we don't live faithfully according to uh, what God has in store for us. So, And you see it with Jesus. I don't know that he necessarily gets angry. Maybe he gets angry at the disciples, but he gets frustrated with them constantly. And it's just like... <sighs> Why don't you get it? <laughs> I think he, I think the reason why is because the the writers are so ambivalent to uh, uh, Jesus's anger towards those right. that are around with Jesus that sure. that just gets skirted over. So sure, sure. It comes off as frustration instead yes. of just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> or it just comes off that he's very patient with these people. <laughs> when, maybe they, when maybe maybe they took some liberties and they're like, okay. You know, they like, you, you know, like those elementary school teachers, you think were saints, but in truth, they were like a ball of rage because yes. they had just the hellacious kids. Cause that's who they were given. Um, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, we definitely have gone off the rails and, uh, you know, what we do here. uh, it is what we do here. Uh, I, I, this, I think it's been a good conversation. I think, um, would definitely encourage you, uh, to, uh, join the conversation, uh, through our Facebook or, uh, website or any other uh, avenue in which you want to communicate with us. Um, we try to respond quickly, but also understand that, uh, we have things. And so, uh, sometimes it takes us a little bit to get back to you, but, uh, we, we like to see the responses to that. And so, um, you know, uh, feel free to connect with us at beardedtheologians.com and, uh, we have a lot of great uh, past podcasts. So Zach and I were looking at a list for some things and it was like, wow, we did that this year or wow, we had them on. Um, you know, it, it's really cool to see that we've had a, a, we, you know, who would have known that when David Wilson was on, he would be a bishop a few years later. Uh, I think that's really cool. And, uh, you know, um, who knows who we'll have on next. And so for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. I want you to subscribe and like this video. And put that thumbs, push that thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.